0: 5
1: Out the feeling the road.
2: Hallelujah. He is your freedom. Hallelujah. He is your freedom this morning. Let freedom reign. He came to set the captives free. Are you free this morning? Hallelujah. He came to set the captives free. Are you free this morning? Good morning, family and friends, we are given the glory again this morning, truly he is worthy. What day could be worse than a live day? Any old day is better than a day in the grave. This morning, we are alive, well, living, and active, and we're ready to do his will. Hallelujah. Let us go into our opening scripture. Our opening scripture is found in Isaiah 61. And thereafter, we'll come back to our scripture in the book of James, James, the third chapter, if the Lord will permit. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. I get joy in this word, out of this word. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 61. This is good news for those that are walking in his grace and those that are not. Good news. Let me see if I can see what I got here. The of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prisons of them that abound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the olive joy for mourning, the gravity of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the tree of righteousness, the, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. Good morning, good morning again, family and friends. It is that time again to bring forth truth. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for early morning rise. We thank you, Father, that you favored us. We thank you for the quickening by your spirit that brought us back here again this morning. Lord, the church of falling away. Help your people, Father, this morning not to fall away from truth. Father, we thank you. We give you all praise, glory, and honor right now.
0: You deserve the
2: glory. Bless and keep your people today, going from the north, south, east, and west for your glory, that your will may be done. And we'll give you all praise and glory right now and the Most High Yah Selah, and thank God for the Son. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Yesterday we left off speaking from the book of James. And the last verse of Scripture, 45 to 26, it said, Likewise. Was not Rahab, but Harlan also justified by works when she received the messenger and sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. There are many believers this morning that believe that managing the upkeep of the church, the building we're talking about, because the church that the Lord was referring to when he spoke of the church, he spoke of a body, he spoke of the members of the body that they would fellowship and have all things in common. They that the church has become singular and headship Find that many of uh, leaders tell the congregation that there ain't but one head in the church. Anything with two is a freak. So I'm not going to get into that, but there. Are there's only one head of the church, and that head is Christ. ain't no two heads. Everyone is under authority of the Father, and anything outside of the will of God is sin, and anything that's sin is not a part of him. It's out of order, and we need order today in our churches. We need to allow the Lord to stand in his place, and we stand in ours. Am I right, somebody? We need to study his word so that we will be saying, I think, but we'll be doing his will. And the will of the Father is that all should come into the knowledge of him. We need him today. We can't do anything without him. All we can do is pray. But he wants us to do more than pray today. He wants us to stand on his word and bleed, Lead on and in this word today. We need to know that there is power in prayer, but there is power also in the spoken word. You know, we need the Logos this morning. And thereafter, the rhema will bring everything to head. We need to bring this word, hallelujah, into its perspective and stop guessing and hoping and, and thinking. Because just what it said, it meant, it said, if faith without works is dead, you can't have no faith with works. If your works is without faith, then your works is dead. How many of us this morning uh, operate in a ministry? And we sit in the ministry as headship, but there is no lordship. There are many churches open today, hallelujah, where well, you can come in and you can praise him, worship him, glory to God. And do all the religious things, amen, that is commissioned. But if you're not keeping a word this morning, you could sing like an angel, you could preach like a serpent and charm a bird, but no anointing. The anointing destroys the yoke. If there's any yoke abundance this morning in your life, you need to come to Him this morning need to be in and, and the Word, hallelujah. So you need to be in a place where the Word is being taught, the Word is being spoken, the Word is alive and active. And this is that place where it's strictly nothing but the Word, nothing but the rock-bottom Word. That's what we have today is the Word of God. I'm going to place the music and go and check on one of our sisters. I need to call and make sure
0: she's all right. Amen. Let's
2: begin the morning with the scripture back in the book of
0: uh, back over in the book of James 3 James the third chapter
2: it reads In the beginning of verse 1, my brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. There has been judgment laid upon every confessing spokesman of the word. For those of us that preach this gospel. For those of us that tell others about the word and expect for them to hear and to receive and obey, the Bible said there is a stricter punishment. And this is one of the reasons why daily uh, we try and come
0: here and to, do, and to do what we've been commissioned to do
2: is to bring the word of truth, is to do exactly what Isaiah 61 say, to open the prison doors to them that are bound. Hallelujah. If someone don't come and open the door with this word, then you are still bound. If you don't take this word and begin to hear the word and use this word, then you are bound. Where the spirit of the Lord is,
0: Hallelujah, there is liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, many things the Lord has predestined
2: and has already put in place for you. All you have to do is begin to believe what you read and begin to do. Because the Bible was talking to us in the book of James, the second chapter, it said that you got to be more than just a hero this morning. You're going to have to become a doer. And, my friend, if you're dealing with sickness, sin, or anything in your body this morning, if you would daily be partaker of this word before you... Start your day and before you end your day, if you would begin to be partaker of this word, amen. This is all you need to be healed, hallelujah. You can go from church to state to place, get hands laid upon you, glory to God, until you begin to act and do what this book says do. You in no wise, you in no wise, my sister, my brother, are going to be able to overcome any of the obstacles that what you're going through. You're going to have to press your way. You're going to have to have faith enough to believe that, hallelujah, if the word said you can obtain it, if you could if the word said it's acquired, if the word said you can receive it, glory to God, you're going to have to believe, hallelujah. Some things don't come out except by fasting and praying. But the things that was contrary to God in my life, they come out automatically because it's hard to stand before this word, hallelujah, and then yet be in sin. The word of God this morning is able to deliver, is able to quicken you, hallelujah. It's able to pull you from, the Bible said, hating the very garment, stained with sin, and from fear of death, pulling you from the fire. We don't want you to die in your mess, a dying sin, and and go to a burning eternal flame. See, the flame is not a man. It wasn't placed there for human consumption. It wasn't placed there to be manned by humans. It was only designed for Satan and all of his demons. God did not create man for man to give himself up and over to sin, the way that sin has rapidly, amen, began to run. The world has begun to be wicked. And the Bible said that it would wax wicked and wicked and worse than this. We are living in the last days, family and friends. And it's up to us, the ones that believe this morning, to turn the hearts of those children to the Father. He said, if you are a teacher this morning, You need to know that you're going to receive a stricter judgment. You're not going to be judged as some of the others said. You have a special judgment set aside for you for your disobedience. Verse 2 in um, James 3, it said, For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouth, that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce wind, they are turned by a very small rudder, wherever the pilot desires. See, he says here to us this morning, that that is a mechanism, That's something that, hallelujah, that is used to operate ships and used to, amen, guide horses, bits in a horse's mouth so that the horse is able to be turned about. Ship has a rudder, which is a little handle like the ship in your car. And they turn this huge ship all about the sea. But look what he says right here. They look also at the ship, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds. They are turned by a small rudder, wherever the pilot desires. The first says, "Even so." The tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a fire is a little fire kindler, and the tongue is a fire. A world of iniquity, talking about this thing within our mouth. That's why it's so important, family and friend, that you would use this thing that's in your mouth that's called a tongue to bless others, to, amen, be careful how you treat the tongue and you allow the tongue to speak to others. You need to be careful this morning because the Bible said, this tongue is like a flame, hallelujah. And usually when fire starts, glory to God, it always gets out of control. Hallelujah. We're talking about Amen, James. How that James penned it in the book and he told us, hallelujah, the things that God desires us to do and to be. Amen, hallelujah. I don't care coming hell or hot water, I'm gonna preach this gospel everywhere, every day I go. I'm a preacher. I'm not going to let nothing get in my way to stop me. I'm going to go out and have charity. Hallelujah. I'm bragging on the Savior because without him, without him this morning, family and friends, we couldn't do what we do. That's why He say we should say if the Lord be willing, if he be willing tomorrow, we are going to. For so many times we leave him out the equation, and we go on about doing our thing without God only to find out that we don't have strength. I'm tired. I can't. It's all because you said I'm going to do, but it's if the Lord to be willing. Hallelujah. Or oh, if he's willing today, Lord. I want to try and cut the grass this morning. If you would give me strength, Lord, to get out and beautify my yard and Hallelujah, and the things that is needed done around the house. I would love to be able to clean it up, but I need strength. I need help. Don't have physical help to do it, but I have the Almighty, and the Almighty is able to strengthen you this morning. He's able to give you the power to do the things you need to do that you cannot do on your own. Well, James says, that the tongue, it boasts great things, the fifth verse, third chapter. Say, See how great a fire is a little fire, Kevna. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. All kind of hidden devices, hallelujah, is sitting there waiting to come out. Just because I'm saved today, hallelujah, just because I'm walking up under the anointing, hallelujah, this thing in my mouth is deadly. The Bible said it is a world of iniquity. It'll curse you out. It'll check you this morning. It'll tell you some of the four-letter words that, oh, I don't believe you said that, Apostle. I don't believe in neither. That's why I'm saying this morning I need this word. Amen. If no one else ever comes, I have to sit here and see. One thing about the word of God, you read it silent, the spirit man, amen, don't conceive it and receive it and hold on to it. But when you begin to speak the word, hallelujah, as you speak the word of God, amen, to others, it also conditions, works down in the inside of you in the places that need, amen, that work and work in you. But you've got to
0: speak it out of your mouth. You got to speak it out. Whatever you need this morning,
2: the Lord have it. But the Lord rewards us according to our deeds. You get nothing for nothing. The woman at the well was not fitting to get anything. John, the fourth chapter, he asked her for some water. I still don't recall she giving him any water. By the time he got through preaching, he didn't even need any water. You know, the Word of God is the bread of life. The Word of God is the fountain of hell. Hallelujah. We need this Word this morning. You need to every day, amen, ingest the Word of God. Don't care who it's coming from, T.D.J., Benny Hinn, Cliff O'Dollar, George Miles. I don't care who's putting the Word out. You get there and get it. But I don't like church because it doesn't matter what you like. It's what you need. I need the word, hallelujah. I need the word of God to keep me. Don't you know, amen, much sin is going forth in the church, around the church. It's all because you do not partake of this word enough. You need the word of God, family and friends. Your mouth needs to be talking this. If you don't talk it, how do you expect for your body to retain it?
0: got to talk to yourself sometimes. Still lately, I've been taking a lot
2: of cruises, but I've been cruising in the places where the word is needed. I've been cruising down on Montrose and all back up in that one where, where our friends, man, is tattooed up and got all kind of piercings coming out of their ears and all kind of wicked tattoos on their bodies and stuff. Hallelujah. And I go down and take my horn, and I turn on Al Green, and I play Al Green for him and sing out of the horn, Al Green. You got to reach him some kind of way. And then I begin to tell him about the Almighty. I tell him that the Almighty, all omnipotent, the all supreme being, hallelujah, the great I am, he watches over every one of us. He wakes us up, whether we look like one another or not, He's not concerned about our looks because he wants to use your scars and turn you into a star. And they just laugh. And, they, and you know, I let my top down and I leave my car sitting there with all my stuff there and I pull it right there in front of them. And I go up to McDonald's and order me a cup of coffee. And they ain't been no worried about reaching over in my car, taking nothing from me. They enjoy the laughter. Then
3: I give them a skit. And I say, you know, we all don't look alike, but we got the same God. So what's all the fuss about? You know, you
2: got to reach somebody today. Hallelujah. God gave you a tongue. He gave you eyes. He gave you a mouth. But James said that tongue is a world of iniquity. Why is it a world full of iniquity? Because I'm not using it to talk about God. I'm not using it, Hallelujah, to tell somebody about my Savior. I'm not using it to talk about the things that draws me back to Him every day. That I'm talking about the world, I'm talking about how I would do this, and I no, I'm not talking about anyone but Him. The Bible says he that wins souls got to be wise. I get excited. I get excited talking about my Savior because I realize that uh, hmm, without him, I got a problem. You have to work for him. You know, don't let... Your work be in vain. He talks to us this morning out of the book of James and he tells us, Your faith, your works is dead. They both go together. Man, I, I gotta work. Yes, you, you're right. You have got to work. He said, A man don't work, don't eat. So that is correct in Scripture. But how much work you got for me? You've been working trying to pay your bills and keep food on your table, but I've been waking you up every day. Where am I praise at? Where am I, where, where am I worship at? What have you done for me today? Well, he couldn't ask me that because I could boast and brag on him and say, Lord, you remember yesterday morning when I was going over there, the young lady stopped on the side of the road, sitting there in her car, said she'd been there an hour crying, got out of the car nine months pregnant, I put her in the truck and turned the air on for 45 minutes, Father. Did I not have some works there, Lord? When I set her in the truck for 45 minutes, AC blasting on her, I sit there and talk to her mother. I come back and I talk to her. She was crying and downtrodden. I told her, baby, you may be pregnant. But God got a man still for you. You may be rejected by your baby's daddy, but it's okay. God got somebody that love you right now just like you are. And she smiled, and her mama looked at her and said, she got a friend, but she don't trust her friend, but her friend love her. She nine months pregnant. I ministered to her, gave her scripture, looked at her car, told her her head was blown on her car. You know, you got to stop. Look and listen. You want some works in this ministry? Then go next door to your neighbor and go help them cut the grass. It ain't money all the time. You know, we need to talk about the things that God has already given you that you can
3: use for the body,
2: which is your tongue this morning. Hallelujah. We use our tongue to get jobs. We use our tongue to buy things. We use our tongue, amen, everywhere we go. Excuse me. Actually, how much have your tongue you use for kingdom business? Excuse me. If it's only given a testimony of something that you was in and you came out of, you know, I want you family and friends for us to draw ourselves back to him so that our world, you know, you all are not looking, you all are or just preaching and talking, and you ain't saying nothing. Because if you don't go out after the young people and start ministering to them, and ministering to their parents, what is this going to be like twenty years from now? They're not going to care anything about one guy told uh, 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 told his uh, uh, his daddy, I sell my body, I sell, I'll do anything. Now he's a man with kids. He have no remorse, no care for anything. This world is going to hell. And you sit up in your churches to sing all your praise and worship? What about outside the church? How many people have you went outside and bought on the inside? Every church I've ever been at, I went on the outside and bought the people from the outside in and I'm still bringing them from the outside in. You need to be guilty of going outside of the things that you do if I to become a told fool for the king. Forget about your problems. Everybody got problems. The lady testified of all the problems she was going through in her marriage and said, I couldn't live like that, so I got out of it. She said, but now I'm with the Lord and I'm going to stay with him, and I'm not living in sin today. And I said, praise be to God. And I was out there about an hour and a half with her and her daughter. You see, you cannot be too busy where you can't stop. I was very busy. I was on a run. I was on an appointment. But I had to stop. How much longer could this child stood sit in that car nine months pregnant, with sweat running off her face, and with her heart being heavy and grieved, because now her car is broken down, she needs to get her kids back from the daycare. Her mother car barely running. You need to stop sometime. You may not be what I am or do what I do. You may not have the gifts and the talents that I have. That's not important. What is important is that you would extend your charity. You need charity today, my friend. See, we have so much going on in our own life this morning until we just can't stop. You know, child, I got to try to get to work. Child, I got to try to pay this bill. Child, I got to, I don't even use all of that because you know what? I got to, I got to, I got to going to get you in trouble. I've been there. When I was raising them kids up, my mother said, say, son, you need to slow down. You need to stop and think about it. You know, God is in control. Yeah, mama, but if you don't work, you don't. Yeah, mama. But I got to be 40 years old before I really, really recollect what my mother was telling me. My mother was saying, son, you know, come on in here and pray. She always said, come on in here and pray. And I didn't feel like praying because it seemed like that I still got to go out here and do it when I get through praying, mama. Thanks for the prayer. But the prayer ain't doing nothing for me. I didn't tell her that, but I actually thought that praying is a good thing, but I still got to go to work. Yes, it's true, but prayer was my directional device. Prayer could navigate you, prayer could help me keep my mouth closed and keep my job instead of blowing up and flipping the lips of that. Uh, that manager, that boss of mine, take the lips and pull the lips all the way back on the back of his calf so he couldn't say nothing. And he couldn't see nothing either because I have his lips pulled all the way over his eyeballs, all the way back over to his ear. ears. <throat> so he couldn't say neither here for the things they would want you to do on these jobs. Prayer will help you to endure. Prayer will cause the light of God to shine but without prayer you're a failure so you need prayer but you need this word because you got to remember that the bible says in the beginning was the word it wasn't prayer it was the word second, uh, second chronicle 7:14 said if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves seek my face and pray all this work together I need to seek his face. I need to pray. I need to repent, turn from his wicked way, my wicked way. Then I'm going to heal from heaven. He's going to forgive my sins. He's going to heal the land. Why we can't do this in the perspective? Why we can't do this in the order of what it was given to us to do? Don't you know that you may not feel like the word this morning, but as you begin to participate and get into the word of God, hallelujah, the word itself will then, begin to bring healing, deliverance, it'll begin to urge in a brand new feeling. I didn't feel like getting out of the bed this morning, but that automatic alarm clock it rolled me out of the bed at six a m, and here I am, and I feel good this morning. I wasn't feeling good at four thirty this morning when I looked at the clock, but I'm well this morning. Why? Because if you would position yourself,
0: <clears throat> excuse me, to be about your father's business, he will meet you, and he will meet
2: every need. You know, I'm excited this morning. I feel better than I was, still because when I first came in here, God bless you this morning, my sister. When I first come in here this morning, I didn't feel like this. You know, I feel like when when coming to this book, Preaching the Gospel, I feel like it's redundant to me because I didn't read it before, I didn't preach it before, I didn't done all this before. But I need my spirit man to be quick in this morning. I need to be fed from on high. I need a word of power this morning to project me, hallelujah, into the arena where I need to be at this morning. I don't want yesterday's stale, amen, word, amen. I don't want what happened yesterday. I want something fresh today. Amen, I want to be able to get out of my own comfort zone and to go and comfort you. It's not about me because my breakthrough, my blessing, it comes through me, amen, giving you what you need today. He said, amen, his will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. So if the will of God is going to be done here on earth as it is in heaven, then how do you get it to work? How are you going to get his will to work for you this morning? What are you going to do to get this thing from heaven to earth. You're going to use your mouth this morning. Too many times we're begging God to do something for us. Oh, God. Have mercy, God. I told a pregnant girl yesterday, I said, dry your eyes and stop your crying. I said, you got this child in your womb. I said, let me tell you something. You're nine months pregnant. All the rejection that you have, Received from that baby's daddy is dap on that baby. I said, What you need to do, you need to put your hand on your belly right now and you need to start talking to your child. Your child is trying to come today because of all the stress that you're going through. I said, Now you sit here in this air condition. You sit there. The Lord instructed me to stop and put $10 worth of gas in that truck. I looked at the gas needle. I said, so I got enough to get over here and get back. He said, no, 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 you put 10 with the gas in the truck. For obedience of God, I put that gas in that truck, and I drove about seven miles, and there was this lady sitting there in the middle of, not on the side, but in the middle of the street, on the side street, off of the main through fire. And she sat there, and we came. You see, the Lord, we are being invited by Sister Rosalyn, which is Power of Forgiveness, at 9.30 Central Standard Time, Blog Talk Radio, 646-727-1542. I better write that down. because it's going to go off the screen, and then I'll write it down, and I'll pass it around so we can go over and bless her today. I want you all to uh, come to... Talk to you Uh oh, my computer went off. Talk to you and the number is six four six. And this is power of forgiveness. Um uh, uh, uh sister is this you, Sister Freddie? Uh this minister shark. 727-1542. 727-1542. And I got to put your number down. Let me see if I have your number. 412 yeah, 212 I have it. Yes, ma'am, we got you. The Lord wants to use us. Uh, that's Sister Roslyn's power of forgiveness. And like she said, God worked through peoples who are, who are willing to listen to help others to help themselves. And that is so true. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about how that James said, That that tongue, that thing has a world of iniquity in it. But see, if you're not of the world, then you don't have a world of iniquity in you. But if you just, you know, floating, you know, you just floating in neutral, you know, you cannot be in neutral when you're working for the kingdom. You're going to have to be in him. And in him, you're going to learn to listen. You're going to learn to love no matter what they've done to you. I'm not done with that. I don't like her. Well, you, 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 you don't like her, but you better love her because the Bible said right here when I started, it said that you teachers, y'all going to have a stricter punishment. I'm talking to Sister Robin. I'm talking to myself. If you got anything to do with this word, if you're reading the book, glory to God, somebody is learning that puts you in the position of a teacher. I'm a teacher. I'm not going to deal with the stricter punishment. What is strict? What what do he mean about us? I don't even deal with the stricter judgment. I don't care what it meant because that's not going to be a part of my life. I'm going to be doing what he called me to do. And what he called me to do, he called me to learn of him. Matthew 11:28, 28, when he said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'm going to give you some rest. We haven't so learned him. He said, And learn of me. We know all these scriptures. Every time I hear this word being preached, Matthew 11, 28, they don't even get to the part where they learn of me
3: for they get all jacked up with you need Lord, you need to come to the Lord today. You need to come unto the Lord. Uh, all the labor and have late, uh, and I'm going to give you rest. Uh, you need to come this morning. Uh, some of us are
2: tired, and uh, we're weak and weary, uh, and I need some rest today. Uh, you need to rest yourself this morning. But what about learning? Why you? that? You need to learn him.
3: If you learn of the Lord this morning, he'll teach you how to pay your bills. He'll get you out of the casino. You need to learn of God this morning. He wants to get you straightened out. You need to learn what he said this morning. You've been reading
2: the book, but you haven't so learned the Lord. If I had to preach it, you would learn him. But I'm going to tell it, tell it, tell it like LaCreece say, tell it, tell it, tell it everywhere you go. I got to tell it. If my Mabel had to tell you, she'd say, yeah,
3: baby, let me preach it." Ooh, when I came to the Lord, yeah, I was jacked up. Ooh, Lord, if he can save somebody <laughs> like me. I had a knife in my purse and a pistol in my shoe. And, Lord, I would kill somebody at the drop of a, ooh, my God, save me, baby. Ooh, Lord. He saved me, but he's still working on me because, boy, I tell you, I'm still a fight. You know I got old. You you know how I got to be the age I am. I got saved. And if I wasn't saved this morning, you know what I would do? I would get saved.
2: Well, I'm so sure glad you saved. As Mother Ballastine. She say she fought men many battles and let off a bunch of steam. She say, but when she got saved, she stopped fighting with the church folks. She say she she say she don't. <laughs> and Sister Rosal, she over type it on. <laughs> she typing in the chat room.
1: <laughs>
2: she say she got to come on in, and I got to come on and hop. Help myself. You are cutting up your talk, shoot. And what you're supposed to do, Sister Robin, you're supposed to, you're supposed to when you when, when you're on the line, you know, you're supposed to give him some word, and then you're supposed to let Mother Ballastine talk to the folks, too, because, see, Mother ballastine has got experience.
3: Yes, I got all the experience, y'all, we never need. You know, I tried and get him to let me help him preach every day, but he said, no, I might get off and start preaching something else. I told him, what else could I preach? There ain't nothing to
2: preach but Jesus. <laughs> yes, Lord. I ain't going to let her preach. She going to start talking about all her friends.
3: I ain't got no friends.
2: See, that's what I'm talking about. See, you can't let her preach. She's going to start talking about, she said, when I first met her, she said that uh, the pastor was preaching on you got to show yourself friendly if you want a friend. And he said, well, how many of y'all got enemies? She said, uh, uh, he said everybody was putting their hands up by 5%. He said the pastor went on preaching.
3: I can tell it myself. Let me tell it. Let me tell it. Yeah. The pastor said, how many of y'all got enemies in here? And I just sitting there cleaning my fingernails because I ain't got no enemies. And about 5% of the people had their hands up in the church. And I was just sitting there. Then he went on to preaching 15 minutes, about half of the church had their hands up. And about 15 more minutes, oh, that was the longest sermon I started to walk out on that one. But I ain't got no enemies. And he was just preaching. And they looked at me, he said, Mother Ballard's thinking, you mind telling the church why you ain't got no enemies? She said, well... Well, Pastor, I didn't say I didn't have none. I mean, I just, I lived all them suckers.
0: (laughs) I Lord.
3: He said, what you say? She said, I just, I lived all of them. So she was 99. I'm 99, you see. So I ain't got no enemies and ain't looking to have none. So you keep on living for Jesus this morning. You won't have no enemy neither. You may be the only one left when Jesus come back. But don't let him leave you, baby. You don't want to be left out there without no Jesus. <laughs> baby. So that's the way
2: it is with Mother Ballister. You see, she outlived all her enemies, so she got right, got saved. Now that's what James is talking about over here. James is talking about for real servitude. James is trying to tell you that you can't come have jacked up in your mind and thinking that God don't see you and sitting up in them pews talking about, child, I'm just minding up. I just come to pay my tithe off and I'm getting up out of here this morning. I'm not finna hang around all that mess. And half of the mess coming from that individual that's talking about the mess. So James says that these people, they need to get their tongue in order. He said the tongue is a little member and it boasts great things. It says, See how great a fire is a little fire kindle, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is set amongst our members. See? The tongue is messing with the membership in the church. It's messing with your mind. That tongue is a messed up situation. I always, you can't tell people on the phone things because they're going to tell it to somebody else. So keep it all spiritual on the down low. Whatever you know about apostles, don't you go and tell nobody because they're going to come back and try to tell me. And then I'm going to say, we ain't going to do nothing, but just pray for them. And when we get through praying for them, the Holy Spirit will go convict them that you don't have a prayer. You put your mouth on me, you ain't got no prayer, baby. You better not put your mouth on peoples of God. You put your mouth on them, that's God's woman. That's God's man. You better be careful what you say about God, people. Because you just put your mouth on them, you're in trouble. He said, and the tongue is a fire. Now, here it is. Why would you want to take your old fiery mouth and put your tongue on somebody? And he said, the tongue is set amongst our members that it defiles the whole body. Now, why would you want to get your whole body defiled? All because your old greedy tongue. Old tongue and old heels. Call it ear hustling. That rider just got your ears all perked up listening for some junk. So a big mouth on somebody. That's not right. That's not right. He said that tongue is a little member this morning. But it's boasting a whole bunch of stuff. He want us to be careful how we... Hallelujah. Okay. He want us to be careful this morning how we put our tongue. You don't want to be like Mother Ballastine. Mother Ballastine, she talked a whole bunch about everybody. She's 99. She don't mind me talking about it because she told us. She told everybody. She said, yeah, I was messy. I take your man. I wore all them tight clothes because I really came to church to catch. She said she didn't want no husband. She said she was just a hot mess. She said, but through the word of God, Excuse me. She says she been delivered. She says she learned about James.
3: Hey, I, yeah, James helped got me saved. I'm the book of James, and when I learned that my members was my tongue, oh, I thought it was just like my eyes and ears. But I learned it all as your members, baby, and your members can get you in a whole lot of trouble. Mm hmm. If she drives him. she put it on the bow. She don't want her tongue to lash no one today. Hallelujah. That's right, baby. If you got to put some duct tape on your mouth, duct tape that thing, because that thing will spew out some dangerous stuff and hurt your body, baby. That's right, mother.
2: Duct tape your mouth or something. Put your foot in your mouth. But don't let that thing start running your body, because if you let your mouth run your body... You're going to be messed up and jacked up. and Then you're going to be calling an apostle to pray for my tongue. Say, come over here to the hospital, I'm going to cut that thing out for you. And you ain't ever got a worry again, you're still going to be sinning, though, because in your mind you're going to be saying, if I could, I'd cuss him out. But you won't have a tongue. So then you got to come back and let me take this two-by-four and deliver you. I'm going to bust you right down top of the middle of your head and kill you, and then I'll just stand before God and, and, and maybe he'll forgive me and won't put me in hell. But you won't have to worry about going to hell because I've been been prayed over you, got you saved, and killed you dead on the spot. (laughs) Apostle, that's mean of you. (laughs) Ooh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Who say you can't have fun in the word? Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's what we have to do. We have to take the word of God amen, and give it seriously, but at the same time, you got to make this thing interesting. People do they tired of, amen, coming to programs, hearing about the good Lord and everything, you understand me, and they leave that dry. No, the Bible said that laughter is the same thing as medicine. So you want some medicine, you need to come over here in the morning time, hallelujah, and when you come in the morning time over here, you're going to get this medicine, and this medicine, Hallelujah. It's going to bring deliverance to your whole body. Hallelujah. My sister said, enjoy life and walk in the blessings and favor. That's what we need to do, walk in his blessings and favor. And we're coming on down to a closing, and this it says, uh, See how great a forest is, a fire kinder, and a tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is set amongst our members. See, this tongue is set right there where your eyes at, right there where your nose at. So it's either going to be your eyes that's going to cause you to look and sin. it's going to be your nose to smell something you don't need to be ingesting, or it's going to be your ears hearing something. But he said that tongue set amongst our members that it defiles the whole body and set on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell, for every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed, and has been tamed by mankind. That's why he said in, in the book of uh, uh, Genesis 1:26 that he giving you dominion. This morning you have dominion. Hallelujah over everything. Don't let the enemy get you jacked up and messed up. Got you thinking and believing that you can't control. I just can't control. I need prayer. No, you don't need prayer. You need deliverance. Let's get it. Let's let's, let's get it untwisted. Amen. Prayer is wonderful. But you need deliverance because we can pray day in and day out. But until you get delivered, you're not going to have the opportunity. says that this thing is tamed. Birds and reptiles and all that is tame. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our God and Father, and with it, we curse man. We have been made in the similitude of God. It is we made in the likeness of God.
0: But this tongue is full of deadly poison.
2: With it, we bless our God and Father, and with it, we curse man. We've been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing, my brethren. These things are not to be so. Does a does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or can a grapevine bear figs? Thus, no spring yields both salt and fresh water. Hallelujah. The word of God is right today. It is rich. Excuse me. We're going to come on down and close out this so we can jump back to the fourth. We did the fourth, but we have to, excuse me, repeat it tomorrow. It says in 13, Who is a wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. Thus, wisdom does not descend from above. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For wherever and self seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing is there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruit without partiality, and without hypocrites. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Hallelujah. Let us go today and make peace. Let us follow peace with all men. The Bible says, follow peace with all men. Without it, you will not receive the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahshua HaMashiach. Holy Spirit, we pray that you will quicken us to hear our Heavenly Father's voice today and that you would lead us now in prayer. Heavenly Father, I bow and worship before you. I come to you with praise and with thanksgiving. I come to you in humility and fear and trembling. I come to you in gratitude and love and through the precious blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, according to your word in 1 John 1 9, you said, If we confess our sin, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, Lord Jesus Christ, I come to you now that, we, that I receive my forgiveness and cleansing from all unrighteousness, spot, wrinkle, and blemish free, totally blameless from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And the drencher and the quadruple level in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. Walk in peace today. Let no man steal your joy until we meet again. Let this grace of our Lord and Savior, Yahshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, let it rest, rule, and abide with you henceforth and forevermore. And let the church say, Amen.